Hello everyone, it's the Mac, back with another weekly wrap-up, and there is a whole lot to talk about today, so I'm not going to waste any time getting straight into it. First topic I'm going to be talking about is the NBA playoffs. So, first round ended this past week, second round actually has already started, so the NBA playoffs are moving right along, and to jump right into it, the Heat and the Bucks series, a 1 seed versus 8 seed, the Bucks being the 1 seed, Heat being the 8 seed. The Bucks lose that series 4-1 to to the Heat, a surprising win for the Heat, and surprising for them to win it 4-1, to because that is a pretty convincing series win right there. Another series that ended up 4-1 to was the Knicks and the Cavs. The Knicks win that. They, they win that series 4-1 to against the Cavs. A big playoff win for the Knicks for them to win that series there. Moving straight along here to the Celtics and the Hawks. Boston, they were able to win that 4-2 over Atlanta there. Uh, kind of surprising, actually, that the Hawks were able to take two games there. But again, the Celtics win it without all that much trouble. As I mentioned last week, the Sixers, they were able to take down the Nets 4-0. So a clean sweep of the Nets for the Sixers, and they were able to move into the second round with that. Moving into the Western Conference, the first round of the playoffs, that was just the East Con- uh, Eastern Conference first round right there. Western Conference, the Nuggets... They were able to take down the T-Wolves, 4-1. to No surprise there. The Nuggets are the one seed over there in the West. T-Wolves were the eight seed. They're now out of the playoffs. The Suns, Clippers, at first it looked like it was going to be a great series. The first two games were great, but the Suns, they pulled away. They went at 4-1. to And then two of the most exciting series were here in the West, were over there in the Western Conference, was the Warriors and the Kings. That series went to Game 7. And then in Game 7, Steph Curry balled out. He put up 50 points, put the team on his back, and gave the Warriors the series win. Absolutely incredible performance by him. It was a crazy fun series to watch. And now the Warriors, they've moved into the second round. The final series of the first round to wrap up was the Lakers and the Grizzlies. The Lakers, they win it 4-2 against the Grizzlies. Again, the storyline there was Dylan Brooks of the Grizzlies trash-talking LeBron for no reason, uh, really, and just giving the Lakers extra motivation to beat them. Uh, And now another storyline that's come out of that is now that the playoffs, now that the season is wrapped up for the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies front office has announced that Dylan Brooks, under no circumstances, will be back with the Grizzlies next season. So he kind of trash-talked his way out of a job, at least with the Grizzlies. So looking at how the second round has started, the Heat and the Knicks, they're matched up. That series, each team has taken a game, so 1-1 series right there. The Sixers and the Celtics, they're matched up. The Sixers surprisingly took game one of the series in Boston. James Harden put up 45 points, and the reason it was so shocking was that the Sixers didn't have Joel Embiid, who it was just announced that Joel Embiid won the MVP award. If you haven't gotten the chance, I recommend looking up the video where he won it. His teammates were around him. You could clearly see how much it meant to him to win that award, uh, and he deserves it. So it was great to see that. Obviously, I like to see it being a Sixers fan. And the Sixers, they're up 1-0 against the Celtics, surprisingly. The Nuggets and the Suns, another series that started up. They're two games into it, and the Nuggets, they're up 2-0 on the Suns, so they're off to a great start against them to be able to win put themselves in a position to win that series and then finally the Lakers and the Warriors that second round uh, series has kicked off and the Lakers they're up 1-0 on the Warriors Anthony Davis looked great in that first game he put up 30 points and helped the Lakers take a 1-0 series lead now moving on to the NHL playoffs a whole lot happened there as well 
So the Avalanche, the reigning NHL champions, lose to the Kraken in seven games. They lose 4-3. Shocking for them to be eliminated. Moving straight on, the Stars and the Wild. The Stars, they move on at six games, so they win at 4-2. The Vegas Golden Knights, they were able to take out the Winnipeg Jets 4-1. The Oilers and Connor McDavid took out the Kings in six games, win that one 4-2. The Canes, another six-game series here again. The Canes, they took down the Islanders. They win that series 4-2. And then one of the most exciting series was the Devils versus the Rangers. Two, again, Northeast teams, a New Jersey team versus a New York City team. Two teams that are just located so close to each other. So a lot of, they share a lot of this. They fight for the same fan base. And the Devils win it in seven games, 4-3. And then one more series that wrapped up in that first round was the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Leafs win that in six games. And actually, I, actually, that was not one more series. There's one more series to mention here. And this was the biggest storyline, actually, of them all. And that was the fact that the Boston Bruins lost to the Florida Panthers in, seventh game, in seven games. Absolutely shocking that the Bruins lost because they put together the best regular season in NHL history and they lose in the first round to an eight to a to a low seated Panthers team. I mean, to put that in perspective, if you're not the biggest NHL fan, imagine the 73 and 9 Warriors losing in the first round or the 16 and 0 Patriots losing their first game of the playoffs. I mean, it really is unbelievable that the that the Bruins lost that series. Uh, and quickly looking at the second round, the Kraken and the Stars, they're matched up. The Kraken, they took a 1-0 series lead there. The Knights and the Oilers, they're matched up. That series hasn't started yet. As well as the Canes and the Devils, that series again, not started yet. And then the Panthers, after beating the Bruins, they go up 1-0 on the Toronto Maple Leafs. So maybe they're, they're legit. I mean, obviously you have to be legit to beat a team like the Bruins. Now, looking at Major League Baseball, again, you know, I feel like I say this every time, but it's still so early in the season. It'll, <laughs> I'm going to be saying that for a long time, probably still too. Uh, but two teams that have started gotten off to better starts than expected, the Pittsburgh Pirates, as I said last week, and they continue to have success. They are now 20-10. and 10. The Orioles also actually off to a really good start. They are 20-9. and 9. Now, the two teams that faced off in the World Series, they're off to a little bit of some disappointing starts. The Astros, they're 16 and 14. They're expected to be better than that. And then my Philadelphia Phillies, unfortunately the losers of the World Series, but they made some really big acquisitions in the offseason with guys like Taiwan Walker and Trey Turner, and they are a game below 500 right now. They're 15 and 16. I got the chance to go to a game this past week. They won it. The Phillies have picked it up recently, but again, they uh, the fact that they're a game below 500 is disappointing. It's underwhelming, and people expected more from them. And then one team that I have to mention here that just has been absolutely terrible, to be honest, there's no other way to put it, is the Oakland Athletics. Not only with their performance on the field, but the way the front office has treated the fans of Oakland. Uh, the Oakland Athletics, they're 6-24. and They are absolutely terrible. And now they have made a purchase of land in Las Vegas, so it looks like they're going to be heading out of Oakland, which means that Oakland has lost all of its uh, major professional teams, which is just a, a shame to see. And then the attendance for these games, understandably, with how upset the fans of Oakland are uh, with the team and the ownership, they, it's, it's just terrible. I mean, it was under 3,000 people uh, at most of the games. And I mean, you can look up the pictures of what the stands looks like. They are essentially empty for the most part. So 
that's really the storyline there with the MLB. Not not too much to say. I mean, other than that athletic stuff is probably the biggest storyline going on right now just because still the season is just getting going. We're only a month into it now. And now looking, as I mentioned yesterday, at the NFL draft. Uh, it happened this past week. I loved watching it. It was really exciting. And it was a historic draft in the way that there was 43 trades made, which actually broke the record for the most trades made during a draft. So some records broken there. I think it's fun to see that. The person who went number one, it was Bryce Young as expected. But some unexpected things happened with picks two and three because the Texans made pick two, then immediately traded up to pick three to draft Will Anderson. So they drafted C.J. Stroud, the quarterback out of Ohio State, at two. At three, they took Will Anderson, one of the best defensive players in the class. And the Texans are the first team since 2000. So it's been 23 years since a team made two selections in the top three. And to talk about some of the guys that I mentioned last week, Bijan Robinson, the running back out of Texas, he goes number eight to the Falcons. Nobody can question his talent, but the fact that he went eight, it just it's tough to it's tough to defend that just with the positional value there. Uh, but at the end of the day, the, the Atlanta Falcons are getting a playmaker, a slam dunk pick who's gonna, I mean, he's going to perform at such a high level for them. Another storyline, Jalen Carter, he goes number nine to my Philadelphia Eagles, and the storyline there with the Eagles is the fact that they took a bunch of players off of that Georgia Bulldogs defense because last year they took Jordan Davis, N'Kobe Dean, who went to Georgia. And then this year, not only did they take Jalen Carter from the Georgia defense, but they also took Nolan Smith and Keely Ringo. So there's a whole lot of jokes now that the Georgia Bulldogs are just a pipeline for the Eagles, uh, which is I think is pretty funny to see. But hey, the, you know, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with taking players from a team that's had one of the best defenses in the country the last two years and won the national championship back-to-back times. And the biggest storyline that's really come out of the draft there was Will Levis, his slide out of the first round. He ended up getting picked number 33 by the Tennessee Titans, but he was somebody that was everybody expected to go in the top 10. Some people had him going in the top five. Nobody expected him to fall out of the first round. And so he goes 33, If you watch the draft, ESPN continued to pan the camera over to him in the green room with his family. I'm not exactly sure why they did that. I was a little bit sad to watch that happen uh, because obviously he expected to get picked in the first round and he just ended up sitting there the entire night and had to wait another 24 hours to hear his name called in the NFL draft. So that was a lot. That was the storylines from this past week. Again, the second round of the NBA and NHL playoffs. That is going to be happening this upcoming week. Same with a whole nother slate of MLB baseball. This was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap-up. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing it.